I love a good story. And the more bizarre, the better, for me at least. And today's story, today's gospel account, I find very bizarre. So I love it. I love it a lot. We have John the Baptist, cousin of Jesus, who is a very unique guy. He's the kind of guy that if you met, encountered him on the street, you might be inclined to turn yourself around and go the other way. I mean, he's dressed in camel hair, and we know he has a, uh, a love of eating locusts and dipped, dipped those locusts in honey. So, again, you might turn yourself around if you encountered him on the street. We have two of John's disciples, one, of, one who is Andrew, and then the other, the other is unnamed. And then we have Jesus, Jesus who is apparently on a walking tour. Because for two days, we are told that he is just walking around. On the first day when Jesus walks by, John says to his disciples, that's the one, the Lamb of God. I saw the Spirit descend from heaven upon him. I didn't know him at the time, but now I know that he's the one. He baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And on the second day, again, John stands with his two disciples. Apparently, they didn't have a lot to do back then. No one worked. And Jesus, again, is walking by. And John, again, proclaims, here's the Lamb of God. What's interesting is on the second day, John's disciples leave him. They leave him, and they begin to follow Jesus. We don't know why, but I like to think that they, they begin to follow Jesus out of curiosity. Curiosity to know this man who is referred to as the Lamb of God, which is a little bizarre. And then this man who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. So Jesus becomes aware that he's being followed, and he turns to the disciples and asks, what are you looking for? To which they reply, Teacher, where are you staying? (laughs) And then they say, or then Jesus says, Come and see. It's bizarre. It's it's a bizarre conversation. It's bizarre. Jesus' initial question, What are you looking for? Isn't the logical question, or wouldn't the logical question have been, What do you want? And then their response, where are you staying? In our world today, if a stranger walked up to you on the street and said, where are you staying? You probably assume that you might, you might be robbed soon. And I doubt highly that you would say, come and see. <laughs> I could be wrong. You could be more hospitable than I am. But I just think it's a little, it's a little odd, a little bizarre. But that is Jesus' response. Come and see. And the disciples go with him. They go with him without knowing where they are going. John's disciples spend the entire day with Jesus. And apparently it was a really wonderful day. It was a great day. We might define it as a double rainbow kind of day. 
because Andrew will eventually go to his brother Simon and tell him, I have met the Messiah. You got to come meet this guy. He's awesome. And Simon goes with his brother Andrew to meet Jesus. And when Jesus meets Simon, the first thing he says to him is, your name will now be Rock, or Peter, or Cephas, depending on how you want to translate it. But he renames Peter the first moment he encounters him. Bizarre. It's such a wonderful, bizarre story. And as a bonus, it's biblical. And so we're winning on all fronts. Now, I realize you're probably wondering, so what? What's the point? The point is a question. What are you looking for? Because that is what drives the entire lesson. What are you looking for? Everyone in today's gospel lesson was initially looking for something, or someone, or some place to reside. John the Baptist was looking for Jesus. He spent his days baptizing in the River Jordan, hoping, awaiting, that his work would reveal God's Son. And it did. John's disciples, I believe tired of standing around with John, were looking for a purpose. They were looking for someone to believe in, someone to follow. And they found it. They found it in the Lamb of God. And Jesus, in the midst of his walking tour, he also was looking for something. More importantly, someone. He was looking for his first disciple, someone to believe in him, to follow him, to begin taking those first steps of grace towards God, towards transformation. Everyone was looking for something, and everyone eventually found what they were looking for. What are you looking for? What brings you to this moment today? What are you looking for? In our modern lives, we have a tendency to rush. We have a tendency to seek the quickest means to achieving our goals, our, our answers, etc., etc., etc. They have a whole section at Barnes & Noble about achieving the best you or answering those difficult questions, or, you know, one, two, three steps to world domination. We love to take the quickest road possible. We want the instant gratification. That's our lives today. And yet, today's gospel lesson tells us to be patient. To be patient with ourselves, to be patient and willing to open our lives to God, to trust that God's work, God's grace, will lead us to the place we need to be, will lead us to a a deeper understanding of our life and the lives of those around us. With patience, there comes then the invitation to come and see, or perhaps better defined as the courage to come and see. 
to accept that invitation of grace and to explore and to discover and to travel down paths that, that we can't know where they will end. But yet we take the first step knowing that God is with us, that God's grace is ever present for us. I believe for the disciples today, and even John the Baptist, when they took those initial first steps, not only did they catch their first glimpse of God, but they caught the first glimpses of who they were going to be as followers of Christ. They achieved the first glimpse of the extraordinary lives that they would lead that 2,000 years later still impact our lives. Come and see. What are you looking for? Only you can answer that question. I'm going to give you a general answer, though. That's what I'm here for. I think that we're all here because deep in our souls, we're looking for something to believe in. I think we're all here because We want something important to live for. I believe that we're all here because we want something big enough to claim our passions. We come to church because we seek a challenge and a purpose. Because as followers of Christ, we respond in mission and ministry to the world. We come because we are looking for a deeper and more meaningful relationship with God. Like the disciples before us, God always extends the invitation to come and see. All that's required of us is that we live in response to the invitation. Whatever that might be for you, but you live in the response to God's invitation. And then you patiently await You take the journey. You allow the possibilities to unfold, to transform you. Come and see. It's how the disciples' story began, as bizarre as it is. It's how our story begins as disciples. Come and see. See what it means to hope, to believe, and to follow. Amen.